Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 108, taking an honest look, questions and considerations for evaluating your year. Welcome everyone to the program today. My name is Brian Holmes, and you have found the Strategic Living Podcast, where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening dreams, activating destinies. Occasionally, we like to shake things up a little bit. Hey, it's our desire to see you healed, your mind renewed and transformed. We want to see you discover who you really are and become deeply engaged in everything God has created you to do. It's going to be an awesome program. We're talking about evaluating your year, taking a look at what's gone right, what's gone wrong, what could you have done better. It's going to be a great one. Let's get started, everybody. Well, thanks for being with us today. It's awesome to have you with us on this brisk autumn day. Uh, yes, we have now crept into November the here in America, the Thanksgiving holiday is fast approaching, and before you know it, we'll be celebrating Christmas, the birth of Christ. Yes, it's still about that, and uh, just a great time of the year. In fact, I would tell you that the fall season, the autumn season, is probably my favorite season of the year. I just love how it feels. I love the atmosphere. I love the temperatures. I love uh, just the, the whole idea. Just It's a good time to be alive. Well, let's talk about our subject today. One of the most important ways that you and I can ensure a better future is to periodically look back and honestly evaluate our past. Look at our progress. Look at our performance. Look at our personal mindset. Look at where we are, where we've been, where we've come from. You know, every successful team, that is athletic team, will spend a great deal of their time reviewing the film from their last games. Not so they can beat themselves up and be overly critical, but so they can look at what have we done well? What could we do better? Where, what do we need to change? Where do adjustments need to be made? How can we improve? Great companies do the same thing. In fact, really great, profitable, influential companies they have weekly, monthly, and yearly reviews and evaluations, not only for their, their overall numbers, but for each employee, so that along the way, they can really have a, a clear idea if they're on track to reaching their goals and achieving their objectives. Great leaders know this. Great leaders take time, especially during this time of the year, I believe, to consider their mental state to look at where their thinking is, to look at their progress as it relates to their goals, to consider the future, the way forward, to look at do I have the clarity and the focus and the ideas and the people around me needed to, to achieve my goals and really reach my highest performance. This whole idea of evaluation is critical to our success. I really believe that a person who never takes the time to do this is really missing out. I believe a person who avoids personal assessment, this process of evaluation, this process of reflection, I believe they cheat themselves out of a wonderful process. 
And many people wind up wandering through life without much traction, without a lot of meaningful forward progress or movement. Well, you know that here on this program, we're all about strategic living. So this is one of those principles that I'd like to really push today. If you want to live strategically and on purpose, then I believe it's important that you are intentional about looking honestly at where you are, where you've been, and where you're going. Today, I want to give you a few tools so that you can do just that. I want to talk about taking an honest look. I want to share with you some questions, some things to consider so that you can look back over 2015, evaluate your year in a very serious and a very meaningful way so that you can set your sights on what is just ahead. Taking an honest look, what are some of the questions and things we should be considering as we look at our year? Now, I know the year's not over yet, but I want to say that now is the time to start. In fact, I know people, very close friends of mine, some mentors of mine that begin in late September, no later than the first part of October, evaluating their progress, looking at their goals, looking at their their overall movement. Did the needle move? Did we move the ball down the field? Uh, were we able to grow in certain areas? Can we can we look at quantifiable results and measure our progress from January 1 to the present day? And I believe that this is certainly not too early to begin that process. So I want to give you a few things to consider today. Uh, number one, begin by reviewing your goals and your dreams That you had for 2015. Now, this begins with a presupposition because I'm assuming that you have goals written down and I'm assuming that you have articulated and and put some dreams out there, some things that before this year began, you said in 2015, these are the things I want to see happen in my life. So I'm going to assume that you have some goals. If you don't, then we'll be talking about that in a future episode. But let's begin by reviewing your goals and dreams. So what are some questions you can ask and look at? And by the way, all of these are going to be listed in the show notes for this episode. So you can go back, print them up, and actually use this as a template for your own evaluation. So did you meet your goals for the year? Just look at them. It's a yes or no question. Look at your goals and your subset of goals and check off. Did I meet these goals? Did you exceed your goals? Great for you if you did. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, Uh, I, you know, I set goals at what I believe to be somewhat realistic areas, but yet challenging. But there are a number of occasions where I exceed the goal that I set, and that's okay. You can't exceed a goal you haven't set. (laughs) You can't even meet a goal you haven't set. All right. So did you meet your goals? Did you exceed your goals? Did you fall short of your goals? These are all questions related to number one here, reviewing your goals and dreams. Did you fall short? If so, why? What happened? Did you not execute? Did you not follow through on what your commitments were? Did you set a goal and then not really put the the legwork in and the strategic work in to to develop a plan to achieve that goal? I mean, where did it fall apart? And I think it's important that you write that out because until you own it and acknowledge it, you really can't change it. So did you fall short of your goals? And if so, 
Why? Own it. Fess it. Fix it. Were your goals realistic? Now, let me talk about that for a second. I I don't like just, just my own personality. I don't like the idea of setting realistic goals because most people, when they say, well, you really should set goals that are realistic, what they're saying is don't set goals that challenge you. Don't set goals that stretch you. Don't set hairy, big, fat, hairy, bodacious, audacious goals. Uh, and, and I believe that's crazy. I think that we have to set a target that is presently outside of our reach, but something that we can strive towards. So when I say, were your goals realistic? Let me give you an idea. If if last in 2014, you made $10,000 gross income, I think an unrealistic goal for you would be to make a million dollars. Now, I'm not saying you couldn't do it, but it might not be a wise goal to set because that's that's quite a quantum leap. It might be wise to set a goal. This year, I want to make $50,000. That, that's, a, that's a multiple of five. So that's a big, that's a huge leap. Uh, so, I mean, you know, were your goals realistic? Were they things that with a strategic plan and the right tools and the right commitments, you could legitimately make that goal happen if you put your head to the plow, your hand to the plow and went after it? Were your goals in line with your purpose and calling? One of the main reasons why people don't achieve their goals or reach their goals is because they set goals that are not really aligned with who they are with their their wiring, with their calling, with their purpose. And so it's very hard to conjure up motivation and energy to put towards something that really is not in your wheelhouse. So were your goals in line with your purpose and your calling? Very important question to ask and to answer, by the way. And the last question that I would propose to you for your goals in reviewing your goals and dreams Will you carry the same goals forward in 2016 that you had this year? In other words, if, if you fell short for some reason, maybe you, were, you got close but didn't quite get there, is that a goal that merits carrying forward to 2016? I believe you should begin thinking about that now because it may be that goal was good for this season, but it's not where you want to go next year, and that's okay. So number one, begin by reviewing your goals and dreams for 2015. Number two, consider the, the broader spectrum of 2015, this whole year. Uh, and, and, and let me explain what I mean. Were there unexpected events that maybe took you off point? A death in the family, someone who became ill, uh, a major financial catastrophe that you could not have predicted and you did not expect. Uh, were there unforeseen circumstances that would not be used as excuses, but could be legitimately considered things that that bumped you off of point and caused you to somehow fall short on your goals? Were you able to recover and regroup and get refocused on the things that mattered for this year? If not, what could you have done differently? Now, I'm throwing this in up front here, just behind the goal piece, because here's the deal. Life happens, and I understand that. And we should not beat ourselves up. We should not uh, down uh, speak down about ourselves or dive into the pool of self-pity or self-degradation because we missed a goal uh, and because something major happened in our life. Things happen, and when things happen, we have to recover. We have to regroup, and we have to refocus. I want you to, to give yourself permission to just acknowledge, you know what, there were some things that happened the middle part of this year that I did not expect to happen, and it really, it just took me off of point. That's all. Just to say, it's not an excuse I'm not using it as a as a cop out, but I do want to at least put on the table that yes, some things came into play that I did not expect. All right? 
Number three, big question, big consideration for evaluating 2015. Where are you spiritually right now? Are you closer to God in your relationship today than you were in January? It's not to put a guilt trip on you, but I think it's it's a question each of us should ask. Do I feel like I'm walking in closer proximity to, to God, to my heavenly father? Is my relationship with him more steady, more sturdy, more serious, more consistent today than it was one year ago or 10 months ago? Am I confident in my identity as a son? I don't have to perform for approval. I'm not living in performance. I'm living in grace. These are things to consider. Have I grown in my ability to hear his voice and to be led daily by his spirit? Am I doing or am I being? You see, these are things that are important. Are you spiritually growing and maturing and walking in greater grace as it relates to your relationship with God, your heavenly father? It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Number four, how are your relationships? Are your relationships the people you hang out with and do life with, are those relationships where you had hoped they would be by this time, by the end of this year? Your marriage, your relationship with your son, your daughter, your grandchildren, your relationships with friends, strategic relationships, mentors, coaches, people who provide spiritual input into your life. Are those relationships better off today than they were this time last year? Your business relationships, your work relationships. How are your relationships? Be Here's the deal. I said it at the beginning of the program. It's, it's important that you take an honest look. Don't be tripping. Don't be deceiving yourself. Don't be hiding behind uh, what you're projecting to be true when uh, uh, there's a greater truth that you need to grapple with and, and own and acknowledge. Look at your relationships. Are they where you had hoped they would be by this time? If not, I'm not casting stones, but we want to at least acknowledge and own and, and assess where these are so that we'll know how to, to craft a better future. I'm really blessed this year uh, because I would say that in 2015, my relationship with my wife has grown tremendously. And I'm not boasting. I'm just telling you it was a big thing for me. It was a big thing for us. Uh, we, we've, we've had our challenges over 27 years of marriage. The last few years have been glorious in comparison to many of the other ones before. But this year, I I can say that my wife and I are walking more as one than maybe we ever have before. My relationship with my kids is stronger and better. And by the way, it's, it's changing because my kids are getting older now. My son turns 21 in just a few months. My daughter graduates high school this year. And so that relationship is, is morphing and changing and, and growing, but in different ways. I have new friends in 2015, new relationships, and some of the friends that I've walked with for many years, those relationships have been strengthened and grown in 2015. Strategic relationships. I have more cool relationships like that in my life today than I ever have before. Business relationships. So evaluate those. Be honest. And if there are areas where they're not really measuring up to where you would desire them to be, then make notes of that so you can really craft a plan for where we're going. See, the the first part about future planning is introspection and evaluation of where things are today. Number four, how are your relationships? Number five, how would you rate your overall mental health? You say, mental health? Yeah, your mental health. How is your overall attitude toward life? Are you full of joy and gratefulness? 
Or are you grumpy as heck and nobody wants to be around you? <laughs> are you complaining all the time or you're finding things to be thankful for? Are you positive and optimistic? Or like so many, are you struggling with negativity and pessimism about the future? That's mental health. Where's your head in all of this? Are you walking in peace and serenity or do you feel stressed? Do you struggle with anxiety? Do you feel overwhelmed? These are words that I hear from people all the time. That's mental health. What is your dominant self-talk? Do you know that there is a, this incredible conversation taking place all the time, but it's not between you and somebody else. It's between you, you, and you. (laughs) Jokingly, I tell people I have 27 people in my head and they all trying to have the, the final say. But what are you saying to yourself? See, whatever it is you believe to be true, you're constantly reiterating that and regurgitating that and reaffirming that in your unconscious, in your subconscious mind. There's a conversation taking place right now. What is your self-talk like? Are you defeated? Are you downing yourself? Are you telling yourself how, how poor you are or how broke you are or how, how difficult life is? What is the conversation happening inside your head? Are there beliefs that have shown themselves or popped up this year that have limited your forward progress? If yes, you need to identify those limiting beliefs, list them out, and we'll do some work to get you beyond those. But how would you rate, number five, how would you rate your overall mental health? Number six, how did you do in 2015 with priorities and time management? Now, I'm just going to lump those together. we We could do a seminar on each of those. But how did you do overall with setting priorities and and managing the time that you've been given? Stewarding the time would be a better way to put it, really. Which regular activities produce the greatest results for you? Which activities that you do every single day, multiple times a day, kept you busy but produced no real results in your life? It's important to know, to, to evaluate that. Here we go. How about this? What did you say yes to? that you should have said no to. (laughs) I have a pretty good little list for that one. With respect to priorities and time management, what did you say no to that you could have and maybe should have said yes to? Here's a very thoughtful question in relationship to priorities and time management. What were your biggest time wasters in 2015? Television, social media, texting, (laughs) hanging out at the mall. I don't know, whatever. Uh, what you have yours and, and I have mine. We all have things that were our biggest time wasters. What were yours? What adjustments do you need to make in the areas of priorities? Are you spending enough time with your family? Are you, are you making your relationship with God a priority? Are you doing things like reading and growing your mind? Where are your priorities and how are you spending your time or investing your time? Number seven. Did you follow a personal development plan this year? Again, I'm assuming you have one. Did you follow it? How how did you grow? If you could measure or quantify your personal growth in 2015, how did you do? Some examples might be how many books did you read? Did you participate in some college classes or some trade classes or some educational opportunities that grew you, some conferences maybe? Uh, some mastermind groups or some coaching groups that you were a part of? Are you more competent today? Are you more valuable to the marketplace today? 
than you were in January of 2015. That, that has to do with personal development and personal growth. Have you grown in character? Has your influence grown amongst your friends, your peers, your coworkers, your business sphere, your wherever it is you do life? Are you a greater influence today than you were one year ago? Do you have and did you follow a personal development plan in 2015? If not, my very strong encouragement to you is to, to tap into our resources here at brianholmes.com and, and let's walk you through how to do that. Number eight, are you meeting your financial objectives and goals? How is your income today compared to a year ago? Your savings plan, your debt elimination plan, your long-term investments, your retirement, all of the things that have to do with our present and future well-being as it relates to finances. Are you meeting your financial objectives and goals? If not, say no, and we're going to take it to the next level next week, and we're going to talk about how to address these areas. All right? Number nine, are you happy and or satisfied with your career status right now? In other words, do you love what you're doing or do you hate what you're doing? Do you feel absolutely stuck, miserable, uh, frustrated in your present state, whether you own your business or maybe you work for somebody else? If you work for a company, are you experiencing frustration or satisfaction? Are you growing? Are you building? Are you designing a life? If you own your own business, are you fulfilled in your current line of work? Do you like the people you do life with in that area or do you hate it? Do you, do you just dread getting up every day, getting dressed and going into work? These are things you need to answer honestly because your future happiness, joy, fulfillment, and success depend on your level of honesty right here. What are you doing in the area of your career or your business status? Are you happy? Are you satisfied? This is how we evaluate. That's number nine. Number 10, the last one I'm going to give you today. If you could go back to January 1, 2015 and have a do-over with anything this whole year, what would you do differently? And I'm, I'm really imploring you now, make a list. If there are some things that you said, man, at this juncture, if I would have done this, I believe it would have been a better year. Write it down because that, that begins to give you a roadmap for where you're going next year. If you could go back to the first part of this year and could change anything or have a do-over in any area, what would it be? So 10 things, just 10 questions and considerations to help you evaluate 2015, which gives you, by the way, a basis, a platform on which you can now begin to plan and strategize and set your thoughts and your focus toward a greater, more effective, more purposeful, more successful, more prosperous year in 2016. But this is where we begin. We begin by evaluation, by taking an honest look at what we did in 2015. A quick review. Review your goals and dreams. Did you meet your goals? Did you exceed your goals? Did you fall short? Why? Why? What, what happened along the way? Number two, consider your year. Were there things that happened along the way that you did not expect that, that threw you off course? And did you recover? Did you regroup? Did you get refocused and back in the game? Number three, where are you spiritually? Do you feel like your relationship with God is better today than it was at the beginning of this year? Number four, how are your relationships, marriage, children, grandchildren, friends, strategic partnerships, strategic alliances, business relationships? How are your relationships? Number five, how is your mental health? 
If you're grumpy and nobody wants to be around you and they run, if you wonder why people run when they see you, this might be the reason why. Are you full of joy, gratefulness, positive, optimistic? Are you walking in peace and serenity? What is your self-talk like? What's happening inside your mind right now? What beliefs do you need to address to really set yourself up for a much better year next year? Number six, how did you do with priorities and time management? Look at your activities. Look at the things that you do over and over again, but may or may not be producing results in your life. What did you say yes to that you should have said no to? What did you say no to that you should have said yes to? And I want you to really consider your biggest time wasters. Where did you waste a lot of time this year? Number seven, do you have and do you follow a personal development plan? Reading, education, conferences, seminars, all these things. Number eight, are you meeting your financial objectives and goals? Your income, your savings, debt elimination, long-term investments, retirement, etc. Number nine, are you happy and satisfied with your career status? Is the work you're doing the work you love? Number 10, if you could go back to January the 1st, 2015 and could change anything, what would it be? These are just a few questions and considerations to prime the pump. I don't want you to stop with the ones I've given you today. And by the way, again, they'll all be in the show notes for you to print up and to work with. But these are just to prime the pump. As you begin to, to reflect and consider and take a long, hard, deep, honest look at your life, your heart, your mind, your thoughts, your work, are you better off today than you were a year ago? Are you making the kind of progress that you know that you're capable of, that you know God has called you to? And finally, what can you do today, right now, to shift your trajectory, your life, your, to set a course for a much more powerful, a much more rewarding 2016? I want to challenge you. Take time. Take an honest look. Make the investment into an honest evaluation of where you were one year ago, what your progress is, and what needs to change going forward. I believe this process will make a huge difference in your life. Well, you can find all of the show notes, information, any links concerning this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 108. I want to encourage you, if you've not already done so, to subscribe to our weekly email updates. Just go to brianholmes.com. Right on the front page, you'll see an opportunity to, to access an audio program we created a while back called uh, Learning to Live in the Father's Love, I believe it is. Just type in your name, your email address there, and that will get you in the loop. You'll find out what it's like to be connected to brianholmes.com. We'd love to hear from you, your comments, your questions. Engage with us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. If you've not subscribed to this podcast, or if you know someone who needs to subscribe and find out more about it, hey, share it with somebody. Let them know what's happening here at brianholmes.com. Go over to iTunes, leave us a review, a rating there. It'll help us to get the word out about what's happening here at the Strategic Living Podcast. Until next time, know this. We love you. We believe in you. We trust that something we've shared today has challenged you to pursue God's very best for your life. I want to see you engaged. Man, 2016's the year, but let's do some work. Let's get prepared. Let's put our hearts together and get ready for a new season. Until next time, may God richly bless you. We'll see you again back here next week.